And we are live. Election night 2020. <laughs> all in on high school sports. Kurt Valenti. Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you? I'm very well. <laughs> very well. We got a uh, an awesome pack show tonight. Want to ex- explain what's going on? Sure. I'll give the rundown. As always, we'll you know go over our picks from last week in football. And then we will, um, at the end of the show, pick some football select games for next week. We have a couple special guests coming on this evening. We're excited to welcome the Kearney Girls High School uh, soccer team, Coach uh and Coach Pissarro and two of his players will be joining us. And then we will also welcome um, the Hawthorne football program tonight, two coaches from the Hawthorne football program. So Absolutely. we have a jam-packed schedule tonight. Little football, little girl soccer. I'm sorry, Coach Pissarro from um, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. And then Coach Sylvia from, from Kearney. I reversed them. My apologies on that, coaches. <laughs> You're nervous already. We didn't even make it picks for another 45, 50 minutes. Let's go. Um, all right, so let's start with a little recap last week. All right? Football recap? Yeah, we'll do a little football okay. recap. We'll start it off. Well, you know, before we get into that, can we talk a little bit about some of the, uh, you know, I want to congratulate Milburn Girls Tennis. We okay. featured them on the program. Some of the returns, it's hard to believe that we are already in um, playoff time. Like, Girls Tennis, actually, with the Return to Play program, they their regular season ended at the end of October, and they ended their postseason play today. So congratulations to Milburn Girls Tennis, who are Group 3 Northeast B champions. They were 8 and ranked number 8 in the state, so congratulations yep. to them. By the way, we're getting uh, greetings from Maryland from our guy, Mr. Kenny Kirkpatrick. How are you, Kenny? Can Hello, you be, Kenny. Can you be part of our pick segment <laughs> later on? And uh, but no, that's awesome for Milburn. Yep, yep. You know, Again, great, program, great program, great program. A lot of show. championships. Yep, you know, so uh, add another one, add another collection to yes. the uh, trophy case. <laughs> as far as they could go this year is, yes. is where they went. So yes, you know, yep. But you want to get right into our yeah, let's right get into right our in. picks, sure. okay? Okay. The first game we picked on was a uh, Paramus Catholic at St. Joe's, with St. Joe's being victorious, forty-three to six. Yeah. Uh, again, just rough season for uh, PC. Um, and Joe's is, um, listen, Joe's has two tough losses to well, number one and two team in the state, but um, Joe's continues to roll. The, uh, again, just a reminder that some of the some of the games are scheduled then not scheduled due to you know certain circumstances. So DePaul and St. Peter's Prep did not play. Woodridge and Clifton did not play. Wayne Hills did not play Hackensack, but Wayne Hills did play Kingsway, which was a game we did not pick. And we're going to get into Wayne Hills in a couple (laughs) later on with a big matchup later on. And then we had Paramus at Ramapo with Ramapo rolling 48-7. to Yeah, we've said that, you know, from when Ramapo broke that streak, when Riverdale beat them going for two, um, it was just going to be, you know, wrong place, wrong time. And, um, again, Ramapo rolled. It was expected, and it sets up the big one. Ramapo Wayne Hills. We'll talk about that today, tonight, I bet. Yeah, absolutely. Think that's in our pick segment? I would say that <laughs> I is. I would take a gamble I would say and say that yes. Is. Uh, Becton at Hasbrook Heights. Becton remains undefeated and unscored upon. Listen. 14 nothing victory. It's, got, we want to get them on. <coughs> Excuse me. We want to get them on. Um, they are rolling. They got, they're another one, big one with Garfield this week. But listen, when you, you, you know, they shut out Heights. So... No joke. Hey, that team's for real. Congratulations, Becton. By the way, uh, Mark Caldiri, our guy. Hello, guys. Another big win for the Fairlawn, 7th oh, and 8th grade. Nice, 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 uh, nice. Football, 8th uh, grade senior football team, 34-13 to 13 over Montville. 
Kurt, you need to come watch this team Saturday night in Fairlawn at 8.15. We do got to make an appearance. Absolutely. We do. Coach Breslin saying, can't wait. Nice. You know oh, what yeah, he's yeah. saying. Well, let everybody know who Coach Breslin is in case they're unsure. They well, might not know. Coach Breslin. Is I know a he's co- a legend, but he's not a legend. everybody. He's a legend. He's an assistant at Ramapo. And, um, again, huge, 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 huge game um, Friday night. So. The uh, next game up was PB at Jefferson. I'm just gonna let you. You know what? <laughs> Listen, again, PV schedule. It, it's week in week out. They got a tough game. They lost a heartbreaker. I believe it was seven nothing. Yeah, correct? correct. And um, I have a feeling that PV is gonna be in our picks uh, selection too. But uh, yeah. three and two now. So yeah. you know, need this win this week. Uh, we got Garfield at Lindhurst with Garfield winning big, forty eight to nineteen. Yeah, Garfield's offense finally broke out. Um, again, Lindhurst a little. Little, I don't want to say down, but again, graduated every lot of guys last year, so breaking in. So Garfield finally broke out, sets up a big one this week. Garfield Becton, which we'll talk about later also, on. Also, also on our later picks, Montville at West Essex. West Essex playing only their second game of the season, but coming back in a good fashion, yeah, a winning lower, twelve to seven. Yeah, yep, a little yep. lower scoring, twelve seven game, but yep. um, hey, Coach B's two and zero, oh. and um, again, like you said though that. You know, just like we were talking with Coach Breslin last week about the the football being a little, uh, you know, Ramapo was off for a while. Same mm-hmm. thing with West yeah, Essex. Yeah. So getting back into they the get back into the flow. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, I mean, it's got to be hard with the start stop, especially yes. again more so in some sports than others. Mm-hmm. You know, so it affects everybody. But you know, totally agree. Um, Morris Hills at Parsippany Hills did not happen, and Parsippany Hills I think played Woodbridge. 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 So, yeah. And Woodbridge. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pars- uh, did Par Hills. I believe. I, I don't okay. have the score. Yeah. And then Rutherford at Lodi. Rutherford shutting them out 22-0. Yeah, Rutherford, again, close loss to Garfield. Uh, it sets up a, uh, a big game in their league this week. They got the undefeated Waldwick Warriors. So, uh, again, that uh, implications for Garfield for a league title, implications for Waldwick. So, uh, you know, again, I believe that game will be in the uh, – pick segment also <laughs> a little preview in our recap here Teaneck at Nutley Nutley winning big 42 to nothing yes and uh their coach uh want to give a shout out uh I believe he won the uh, New York Giants coach of the week, coach of the week. so uh again Nutley's rolling and uh Nutley's gonna start getting on our board week in and week out yeah, but yeah. uh <laughs> I believe that now they are now three and out I believe Nutley goes to three and oh now uh I think they go to four or four and out four yeah. and out okay um, and Hudson Catholic at Del Barton was our last one. And I, I just remember Kenny's prediction that Del Barton's, you know, making themselves a North Jersey force to be reckoned with and uh, in the private school sector especially, and they were victorious again. Yeah, 49 you know what? Eight. Kenny's right because, again, like we've, we've said a couple of weeks ago, they're always like the parochial team that um, people forget about. You know, it's always the big four in them or big five in them, and you know what? They're in the scene now. So uh, congratulations. I believe they're five and out. They go uh, to yes, five and yep, out. Yep, went up to five and out. Okay. Um, really quick, want me to do my my field hockey Absolutely. rundown for the week? So we're um, right on time. We this are is, on time. We got to do this on K and K. This is the difference. We're time here. You know, tomorrow we're all over the board. Uh, again, kind of going county by county. In the Essex and Union County field hockey, Oak Knoll remains number one in the state. Still, kind of steam rolling opponents. Um, they were supposed to play West Essex. That had to be put on hold. The number. Um, Another top-ranked opponent, I believe number five in the state right now, maybe number six. Um, 
they were supposed to play Rumps and Fairhaven, the number 10 team in the state, but again, scheduling conflicts. But they did pick up Camden Catholic, the number five team in the state, and again, uh, rolled to victory there. West Essex, who got back to play, again, another top team in the state, um, off to a 6-0 and start. Actually, in field hockey in Union County, they're the only county in the state, I believe, that is having a county tournament. So they're already in uh, semifinals. Johnson's going to play Kent Place, and Oak Knoll's awaiting the winner of um, Governor Livingston and um, Scotch. Do you have an play. early prediction on that? Oh, that yeah, it's going to be Oak Knoll. Oak Knoll. Yeah, Oak Knoll. Easy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think anybody. I don't think. I don't think anybody will score on them in the tournament. And I don't really. Think, yeah. Wow. They've only given up two goals this season. So. Uh, in Morris County, again, we've been talking about Pequannock. Uh, they remain undefeated, ranked 19th in the state. Uh, Morristown Beard came back late, 3-0, and and they seem to be on a hiatus again, but they've uh, been a stronghold at 20 still in the state. And Chatham actually remains undefeated in Morris County as well, so could be um, you know, in contention for one of the best Morris County teams. In Bergen County, again, we've had some uh, you know breakages in play. So Northern Highlands, you know, still top team there and Ramsey picking up some tough out of out of uh conference opponents you know um they tied Wayne Valley who was undefeated up until that point which is my top uh Passaic County team um but again I still think the top two teams of Passaic County are Northern Highlands and Ramsey and another team emerging in Passaic County to kind of add to Wayne Valley's 8-0-1 record is a uh, West Milford who is now 8-3 and after getting off to an 0-2 start wow. so okay. kind so of emerging eight as out well. of, yeah eight out of nine Yep, yep. So that's our that's our weekly field hockey recap. Okay, nice. So, um, you want to get to a little Carney Girls soccer? Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. I know we have some people in the waiting room. I don't know that we have everybody just yet. So okay. let's see, because we have uh, you handle that. We have our two players. We do not have coach our, our coach, coach okay. yet. Yeah. So we might just want to. To hold off for a minute. We there. got a question from Tiago Al saying they talking about girls soccer. Yes, we will. We'll be talking a little Carney so- girl <laughs> soccer absolutely. in a couple of minutes absolutely. while uh, Jenny Hoops gets the people in. So let's do a brief overview real quick. And um, you know, I, I want to get when when people say Carney is a soccer town while we're waiting for our mm-hmm. guests. I'll tell you. Obviously, I worked in I work in the Carney School District now for thirteen years, fourteen years. And I remember when I first got in there, my first um, knowledge of how big Carney is, how big soccer is in Carney, <laughs> is when I went to school the first day. You know, you're used on a Monday, not first day, but you know, first Monday. And I see a kid in high school, and I say, "Hey, um, did the football team win this weekend?" The kid says to me, "I'm not sure." But we beat Harrison in soccer. And I was just like, you know what? Other schools I've been in, I've never really had that happen. So, um, you know, more of a, uh, tremendous camp, yeah. tradition. Uh, listen, there's YouTube movies on it, you know, Carney, Soccer Town USA and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's something that, you know, it, it's, you know, you got the Carney, you got the Harrisons, you got, I, I mean, that's a big time rival. We'll get into that when we talk. But when you talk about like a, a soccer town, it is. A soccer town. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, they will start again, just kind of getting back to that 
difference in fall schedule, their regular season will end November 12th and starting November 13th, their state tournament play, which is supposed to last until November 22nd. It's supposed to be regionally based, so opponents are going to differ possibly a little bit than what they're used to, um, okay. maybe. So that's all. I mean, we got to kind of see how all that pans out. You know, maybe coach will have a little better idea of the direction they're going in. But in the summer with the return to play protocol, that was the, uh, the plan. Yeah, and and again, like we said, we, we always talk about it with football, and we talked, you know, we were just talking about today with um, the Melbourne tennis, where it is a little different. So, um, you know, like and I, I guess we had who was it? Was it Coach uh, Wayne Hill's coach, or I think last week maybe it was the uh, Wessex when it's like you want to just beat. Whoever, whoever's on your schedule right, and how right. far you can yeah, go yeah. is how far you can go. So if there's no legit state title, then if they give you a sectional title and it ends at a sectional title, win that sectional title. Right, right. So it's a little um, – okay, so Tiago's saying we beat Harrison this year in North Arlington. We on the come up. So <laughs> – Guess I'm wondering if he, Tiago's from North Arlington. I don't know. Not Let's, sure. Uh, if Let's he see wants where to Tiago's from. Yeah, where he's from. Where absolutely, from. absolutely. Saying North Arlington's on the come up. <laughs> um, you want to bring the players in, or uh, sure? Why don't we get them in, and then yeah. once coach arrives, we'll get him in as well. So we're gonna get. Um, Oh, he's in as well. So okay, perfect awesome. timing. There we go. Awesome. Just hey, we told May fifteen. It's eight <laughs> fifteen. He's right on. He's right on the money. He's right on the money. All right. So joining us, we have, while everybody's coming in and getting connected to their audio and video, I'll By just the way, give we a got a question. Uh, Jason is asking when is Coach John Bracero going to be talking? He's going to be talking yeah. roughly 8.35 yeah, yep, yep. in about 20 minutes. All right, so we have, um, I'd like to welcome Coach Mike Sylvia from the Carney Girls Soccer Program. It's his first year as head coach of the program, formerly of uh, the boys' staff. And with him, he has uh, Macy Cavello, Cavello, a sophomore on the team, and Abby Crispin, a junior on the team as well. So welcome, guys. So nice to have you. You guys can stay unmuted if you want to, Abby and Macy. If you want to stay unmuted, that's fine. <laughs> I know we're used to school where everybody yeah, stays yeah, muted. Yeah. You guys are right. <laughs> I'm a teacher, so I get it. <laughs> How are you, Coach? Thank you guys for joining. All right. By the uh, okay, Joe, you want to you can start off, give a little overview of the Carney program. Oh, Carney program, great history on the Carney program. Um, multiple Hudson County championships, um, conference. You know, finishing atop the conference as well. Um, you know. The, a very very strong Carney tradition. And Coach, if I'm not mistaken, Coach Sylvia, your first year at the helm, correct? Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. So I was, uh, Coach, I was just uh, explaining. The, the girls might uh, get a kick out of this too, by the way. Uh, Jimmy Hempel saying hello. So hello, Mr. Hempel. Thank you for watching. And uh, Coach, I was saying, you know, I've been working in the Carney School District for like 13 years now. And I remember my first week in school, I was in the high school, and I remember on a Monday going to school and seeing a kid in the high school and saying, hey, did, how'd the football team do this weekend? And the kid goes, I'm really not sure, but I know we beat Harrison this weekend. And I said, right there I knew. It's a, uh, this, is, this is different. It's a little soccer here. So uh, it was a little different. But, Coach, um, a lot of towns say they're a soccer town, but Kearney is a legit soccer town. Uh, can you just explain a little bit of the tradition? Absolutely. Absolutely. Whew, man, it goes back to the beginning of soccer in this country, right? Where Carney's an immigrant community and um, 
Down in East Newark, where Topps Diner is, um, was the Clark Threadmill, which sponsored teams in the early 1900s, um, as far back as the late um, late 1800s, of Scottish immigrants coming over to work in the threadmills, um, Irish immigrants, and down neck Newark, um, and the Portuguese. So um, we had an area, an immigrant community, that had a love for the game, um, and they called West Hudson, West Hudson County, the uh, the cradle of American soccer. So it starts back then. Um, the lineage goes on and on uh, through many uh, soccer players who played for uh, our U.S. national team up to and including the 90s with John Harks, Tab Ramos, and Tony Miola, um, and a slew of other uh, athletes who became professionals um, and, you know, were stewards of the game uh, in Kearney and the surrounding areas. So the, the lineage goes way, way back. Nice, very okay. nice. That was a great description, Coach. <laughs> very <laughs> nice. Um, my question is for Macy. Macy, you're a sophomore, but you already have two varsity seasons under your belt, lettering in soccer and lettering in basketball as a freshman. So I have kind of like a two-part question for you. Um, number one is how do you balance your commitment to both sports? Because I know you're probably heavily committed to both. And my second is do you find that playing multiple sports helps you succeed like on the field and overlap on the court? Yeah, so I think um, balancing my commitment is, it's not as hard as it would seem since that they're um, two separate seasons, but I do play club in the winter, which kind of gets a little confusing sometimes. But how I've been doing it is games over practices. That's what I do. So basketball, I do games, obviously. And um, what was the second question? My second part was, do you find that like you have any overlapping like knowledge or skills, like being that multiple sport athlete, like there's some overlap that helps you in each sport? Yes, definitely. I find that I like I see basketball and soccer and I see soccer and basketball sometimes. It's crazy. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. Very nice. We'll keep up with the multiple sports. We love to see that. <laughs> uh, my question's for Abby. It seems like you guys have a lot of offensive weapons. Uh, again, just to name a few, Emily Horvath, obviously Macy, Julia Viscuso, Kylie Fisher, uh, Paige Rafsky, uh, just to name a few. Um, seems like you're one of the leaders in assists. Uh, do you feel like since you guys have a balanced attack, any one of the girls on the team can be, you know, the offensive force during any game? I definitely feel that the whole team as a whole, we have so much chemistry together, especially a lot of us have been playing since we were younger. So I feel like all across the field, we do know how to play with each other. And it all goes back when playing when we were younger. And you can definitely see that when we're playing during a game or a practice. So, yeah, I do think – Anyone can kind of jump in, and we just know how to work with each other. Very nice. And, Coach, I have a question for you. As I mentioned when we introduced you guys, you've won numerous conference titles, um, Hudson County tournament championships galore. Um, and then when it comes to state tournament play, you guys have that group four opponents. You know, How do you uh, hope to get over that next hurdle and capture a group four state championship? Well, you know – we stick to our core values, right? And we're one of them um, on top of being humble, right? We're also ambitious. So, you know, we just take it one game at a time, but we're willing and looking forward to play anybody. We want to play the best um, as much as we can. You know, uh, we're, we're, our schedule is sometimes out of our control, especially nowadays um, with everything going on. So we just, we just look at whoever's in front of us and we think we can beat anybody. So that's the way we play. 
Nice. I actually, to follow up with that, we were talking a little bit before you came in that with the change to the tournament play this this year due to the pandemic, that it was supposed to be kind of regional. Um, so do you have any idea of who that will be yet, or have they not really kind of given you an inclination to that? So from my understanding, um, I believe yesterday was a cutoff day for uh, for them to look at schedules and seating. Um, the seating... The groups this year are going to be slightly different because they're more regional, mm -hmm. right? So it's going to be, for, in our case, it's going to be um, Hudson as well as Essex and Bergen, okay. right? Anybody who's group four. And so, you know, that's going to that's gonna stack that group, which is great. That's what we want, right? Um, now, it was – initially they said it was going to be uh, 16 teams, but uh, they did say anyone who wants to be in the postseason is in. Okay. So we'll see how that shakes out. Right. Um, as far as the number of teams that are in it. Um, but, you know, we're chomping at the bit because these are the teams we want to play. Yeah, nice. Very awesome. We're so excited. Love it. Uh, my question's for Macy. Um, obviously, you played last year as a freshman, so you got a taste of Kearney High School girls soccer. Uh, you know the history and tradition that we were all talking about tonight. Um, what does it mean to you when you put on that black and red Kearney jersey and uh, – you know, you're playing for Carney High School. Gosh, I just got chills when you asked me that question. <laughs> oh, so, hey, we do our homework here, yeah. you know? We, we come up with good questions. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, what what it means for me to play for Carney, I, I'm honored. Like, I just love my town. I love the background of it. Coach Sylvia grew up in the town, so he represents it well, too. Like, I just love, I don't know, I just love being part of Carney. It's amazing. I, I love being part of it. I don't really know what more to say. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Very well said. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, my question is for Abby. And Abby, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier when you answered Kurt's question. Because I, as a former coach, always believe that that team chemistry, both on and off the field, is really a key to team success. So um, I know that that off-field component might be a little challenging given the pandemic situation. So I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about what you guys have been doing to kind of stay connected and bonded um, um, when when you're not practicing and playing? Well, we have a lot of group chats, and especially with, like, social media and everything. We're always texting, and since TikTok is a big, like, app today, we always send TikToks that remind us <laughs> of practice, and sometimes we'll hang out in little groups, but nothing, I mean, nothing big. Everything, especially with the boys' games, if we can go, we'll go, and, of course, wearing masks, social distancing, and everything. So we'll kind of do that, but it is really hard with the pandemic. We can't do pasta parties like we did. Mm -hmm. We just have to be very careful. Yeah, understandable. Coach, I got a question. I'm going to go off script a little, but uh, <laughs> just thinking about it. You know, again, working in the building, um, you hear from a lot of teachers, whether they're parents of girls that are on the team now or have played, uh, administration, uh, you know, Miss, Mrs. Uh, Richardson at the high school, Mrs. Blood in the board office, always talking about the soccer programs, the girls program. Um, what would you, how would you say it is like the parents and like the administration and everybody that's backing the Carney program also? Yeah. I mean, it's a big family. It's a big family. I mean, where else can you go where, you know, the principal played for the program, you know, you turn a corner, there's a teacher, there's a, a security guard who's at all your games. And, you know, when I took over and I was looking through the locker room, you know, you open up a box and there's a thousand old pictures and you're like, I that's that's Thingo's teacher. That's that's that person. That's that person. So, you know, you see it in our fundraising as well. Everyone's everyone's 
looking to help out. Everyone's trying to uh, support the girls. You know, it's the same thing with the boys, but it's, you know, it's, it's this quilt of you know, carny soccer and that bloodline that we've been talking about um, that, is ju that just manifests every year, which is great. And that's part of why I wanted to join the program. Awesome. Nice, very nice. Uh, girls and coach, this next part we call rapid fire. So we're going to give you a couple of quick questions that are meant for just kind of quick answers. So some of them are fun, some of them are a little more serious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my first one is uh, only the girls are going to answer part A, and part B, coach is going to get a different question. Um, girls, f first question. Name your favorite Carney teacher of all time. One teacher. <laughs> One teacher. This one's hard. <laughs> Why don't we go, uh, just to give us an order, we'll go, sorry to put you on the spot, Macy, but you're going to go first. Macy, then Abby, and then Coach. <laughs> one's got to be my elementary school teacher, um, Mr. Chalabi. He was my physical education teacher. Nice. Loved him. Oh, so that's much. awesome. <laughs> I'm a special area teacher, so it's nice to hear a special area he teacher. He may be watching because he watches our K&K, &K, so he, oh, yeah, nice. he might oh. be watching. Well, you have to tell him I for have, sure. I will. <laughs> I think it's actually really funny because I'm going to go to the same teacher. <laughs> That's great. He and Macy went to the same elementary school, so he was also my gym teacher when I was younger, and he was just a very big influence to me. Oh, so awesome. Nice. Nice. And, so and, nice. and Coach, you're not going to get off easy on this. I'm not going to ask you your favorite teacher. I'm even going to go a little further. I want to know oh, who boy. your favorite co-worker in the building is. <laughs> 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 favorite co-worker in the building. Um, I'm going to go with my co-teacher um, slash roommate, uh, Pat Cassidy. <laughs> Awesome. All right. My question, guys, and we'll go in the same order. Do you guys have any pregame superstitions or rituals that you have to do? Um, I'll start. So <laughs> I always have to pray before my games. That's what I do. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. I don't nice. Have any other by the way, Jimmy Hempel's saying that's just wrong, guys. I don't know if he's saying to us <laughs> to ask us. you no, yeah, or how you us. guys absolutely, answered those questions, us. but us. probably asking us. <laughs> Putting everybody on the spot. Yeah. Yep. How about you, Abby? Any pregame rituals or superstitions? I have to put my right cleat on and then my left, <laughs> and then my right shin guard and my left shin guard. It has to go in that order, and if I do it wrong, I have to take all my stuff off and put it back on. <laughs> That's great. So do you do, do it wrong often or no? <laughs> Not really, but sometimes I'm just out of, I'm just not in the zone, and I, I realize I have to do it all over again. Too funny. And Coach, how about you? Oh, boy. Um, I probably, my superstition is I have to get so absolutely fired up that probably the girls have to calm me down. That's probably what happens with me. True. They're nodding in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next question. Carney has a lot of great places to eat but give me the best place to get a bite to eat in Carney. the greeks great the greeks. choice i think me and macy just have the same answer <laughs> i'm gonna weigh in and i'm gonna go on the record because i'm a pizza guy and i'm gonna go and say it out loud and say joe's pizza is that a good one? Stupid? Yes, yeah, I have yeah, been there. Yep. So you're a pizza guy. So. I am. All right. One of the My lunch question spots. is again, we'll go in Macy, Abby, and then Coach Under Armour, Adidas, or Nike. <laughs> okay. So 
I love Nike shoes. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? This is hard. <laughs> I got it. All right, I'll just go with Nike. How to go with Nike? <laughs> I'm gonna go Nike too. My cleats have to be Nike. I've never had Adidas, and I don't think I ever will. So Nike will always be my top. We're Nike all the way here in Carney right now. So Nike, Nike repeat sweeps the board. Yep. All right. Last one for me. Phone, iPhone or Android? iPhone. Yep, iPhone. Me too. iPhone sweeps the board. I'm if you're the only one with an Android. You are, you are the only one. <laughs> you're the only Android. All right, and my and our last question for rapid fire, leaving the toughest one for last: Dunkin' or Starbucks? Dunkin'. <laughs> I gotta go with Dunkin'. Starbucks is overexpensive. <laughs> I have to go Starbucks. I just oh, you guys disagree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coach breaks the tie. Let's see where he's going. How could you like Starbucks? You have to do all that work. You have yes. to put all the questions in yourself. I've got, I've got to go with Duncan. I'm with you, Coach, and you have to wait. That's why I like Duncan, yes. the speed. <laughs> all right, that's all we have, guys. Yeah, That's right? all we yep. have. Coach, what we got to do is we got to – and I was thinking about this today, and I didn't even tell Hoops. We got to do like a Carney soccer show, like just – Get the boys, get the girls, you know, full teams, Absolutely. past players, and just yeah. do something with that. I think it would just no, be would awesome, be you know? I mean, like, you, I love how you describe the history, Coach. I really do. Yeah. You know, knowing it's a soccer town, but hearing you describe it the way you did, like in the, uh, you know, going back 100 years, I mean, it was really, um, you know, it just, it, you know, you think of history, but that's really how, how entrenched and how deep it is and, you know, what it means for you guys to be a part of it. It was so nice to hear. Yeah. Now, now guys, you guys got Lynnhurst on Monday? Is that yeah. correct? Okay, but here's how I'm going to break, break some news. <laughs> At the end of the show, we always do football picks. We do like the top 13 games. We Four of us make our picks. We've never picked a soccer game. So you guys got to watch. The, it's about, about 8.50 tonight. Not only are we going to do the football games, we're going to add Monday's Carney, Lynnhurst, and we're going to make that part of our prediction show. So... You guys are the first soccer non, game, non-football, non to have a prediction tonight. It will be on about yep. 8.50, 8.55. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So tune in, make cool. sure you're watching that. Good luck to you guys this season. Hopefully yes, we can absolutely. check in. Best of luck the rest of the way and, of course, in the state tournament play. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thank you, girls and Thank coach. You. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. Go Carney. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. <laughs> All right, so thank you guys. Uh, yeah, that Coach was Temple great. saying great, yep. great job, girls, and Coach um, Sylvia. Um, another Darren, yeah, here. Darren Ra uh, Revsky saying, want to see some soccer players past and present? Go watch the Turkey Bowl. Things. I actually heard that's a tradition. Yeah. Oh, yes, cool. that they play, they uh, oh, get together and play nice. a game of soccer. Yeah. So I think that's a parent of one of the current players, yes. Revsky, right? Yeah, or a relative, I should say. I don't mean to. Kenny saying, spoiler, the Maryland guy didn't pick the team in blue. We'll get to his picks later. <laughs> but no, that's something, you know what? That's something we can maybe cover one year. That would be awesome. That would be, that would be very cool. I mean, we're talking Absolutely. about like president, like Carney tradition. I, I have heard that. I've never seen it, but they say it is something awesome to watch, to go see. So I would definitely be interested in going to see that. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's just exciting. And, and, and you know, again, I could say it from being in the school. It's just always... Um, and again, obviously, all the other sports, 
matter and all the other sports are talked about and stuff like that. But when it's soccer, it's like, you know, they have such a, the, the administration and the building and the teachers, everyone's so behind that program. And, uh, Something awesome, you know, something awesome to be there. Oh, you know, it's, it's actually Paige's dad, so you're right. Oh, nice, nice. You're right. Nice. The, um, Thank you for watching. It's always nice to see, um, I don't know, just when you, again, you. I've heard you talk about the program. Um, obviously, you know, it's known, but when you get those current players on and see, you know, from their perspective, even what it means to be, you know, part of that type of tradition. It, it's, it's so nice. So again, much, much continued success to them. I want to answer sure. a question to Jason. He's asking, um, well, Angelo, I don't know how to say that. I want to say his name when he comes on Garani, the defensive coordinator okay. from Horton. Will he be joining coach Passaro? Where it is he is. Yes. Yeah. Where it is he so, is. Uh, uh, supposed to. Yes. Supposed to. Scheduled to be on. Um, we're also getting, um, Comment from Sherry. Hi, guys. Not ignoring you all. All health not so good right now, but love you all. Sherry, hope everything yes, is well. hope everything's well. Thanks hope for everything is in. well. Hope Thank you, you well. for uh, watching. And again, hope everything is uh, well with you. Um, Kenny's going to have a comment. I'm not going to read that about working. But, uh... <laughs> well, we have uh, Coach Pacero in the waiting room. Okay, we want to bring him in. in. Absolutely. And then when um, Coach uh, Guarnieri comes in, we can uh, bring him. Oh. As if on cue. Again, Look at this. they're both Look in at there. This. That was perfect. So I'm going to let both of them in. All right. Hi, coaches. Good evening. We have joining us Coach John Pissero, uh head coach of Hawthorne Football, and he is joined by his uh, defensive coordinator, uh, Coach Angelo Coach, please let me know if I'm pronouncing this correct, correctly. Guarnieri or Guarnieri? Or none? <laughs> Guarnieri. 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 Thank there you. you Thank you, Coach. Sorry. Was, no audio at the moment. Uh, was, there no I coached him, so I know how to say his name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, good. Glad you were able to do it. I'm probably going to mispronounce it again, so please feel free to correct me. But we have, By the way, you have a couple of fans. We got uh, Jason Brudzinski. Is it? I don't want to say right. He's our right tackle. Right tackle oh, nice. saying, yeah, coach. And Jason <laughs> um, Harmer. Harmer, receiver, D-back. There awesome. it is. So nice. Oh, you got your out. Thank you guys for watching. Nice. Absolutely. Awesome. Glad they were able to. So let's uh, talk a little Hawthorne football. Absolutely. So uh, welcome, coach, to the program. Um, you are entering, if I'm not mistaken, your 20th year as uh, at the helm of Hawthorne football. Um, as a program, you guys boast 16 playoff appearances, being in the final six times and earning three sectional titles. And I know that you have accumulated an overall record of 104 wins, 84 losses, and and one tie. So, um, you know, a stellar program at which you are the helm. So we're so glad to have you joining us this evening and welcome. Well, thank you so much for having, having us here tonight. So um, I guess my first question, and if uh, I'm just going to make sure my I can see if uh, – Coach G rejoins us here. So, um, you know, as I said, you're entering your 20th season. You've amassed over 100 victories. Um, you've had so much success during your tenure and most recently even six postseason appearances in the past 10 years. Would you mind just telling our audience a little bit about how you have built such a successful program? I think I think from the beginning it comes down to the kids getting the uh, getting into the program and staying in the program buying into uh, kind of what we're selling as coaches. And that combined with uh, keeping a staff together. You know, we have, we, have a, we have a total of nine total coaches on the staff. Uh, all but one have played at Hawthorne. 
either with me or I've coached. Uh, the one non-player, I've coached his two sons, and now he joined after his sons graduated. So uh, I think it's a kind of a family atmosphere, uh, and we just kind of just – we love Hawthorne. We, again, the coaches love it. The kids love being there. And it's just kind of like a, a another part of a family. Very nice. Uh, let me. You want me to skip to oh, the coaches you know, then? Yeah, so I guess we had our our next question was for um, Coach G. So you want to maybe? Yeah, throw I'm going to read there? a couple of comments with right. some people coming in. Um, our guy Kenny Kirkpatrick from Maryland saying welcome from Southern Maryland and thanks for joining tonight. A um, couple more student, a uh, couple more players. Looks like a Luke Strednack saying, "Hey, Coach." Um, Jason again is saying a hashtag turn me up coach Jason, Jason Harmer saying hashtag my coach um, so another one checking in hey guys oh there we go there coach it is. G is in and Eddie, right, nice. Eddie O'Hagan uh, sorry about that no worries no worries glad you made it and the head I see the headphones are making the difference yeah that was that was the move there that it was is the move. I was trying to go without but uh Unfortunately. And one more player, oh. and Ashton uh, Navarrete. Navarrete. So I just want to make sure that they uh, – I'll tell you, guys, yeah. you guys are getting a lot of love in Absolutely. these comments. Absolutely. I don't know that we've ever had comments. so many comments. That's yeah, awesome. So. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're a great group to be around. That's uh, awesome. Another funny thing about family atmosphere, uh, Eddie, Eddie O'Hagan is our fullback inside linebacker. I graduated high school with his dad, so I, I've been around a while, and I know I'm getting older and I'm coaching my friend's kind of son, so it's a little weird at times. That's awesome, though. That's so nice. Yeah. All right, Coach, I don't want to say your name wrong again. Can you give it to me one more time? Is it – yeah, yeah. Who, me? Uh, Gornary. Angelo Gornary. All right, Gornary. All right, Coach. Everybody calls yeah. him Coach G, though. Yeah, we're going to well, Coach we're gonna, G. We're gonna, we're gonna Coach do G works. We're going Coach G. Um, yep. Coach, you're giving up 12 points a game this year. Uh, again, tough schedule, uh, played some very good teams on the schedule. So 12 points a game. Can you elaborate on this year's defense and uh, just your defensive philosophy at, you know, as a whole at Hawthorne? Um, well, I appreciate the kind words. Um, you know, I, I really, it starts with the tutelage from, from this guy here on the screen. Uh, I've been coaching for 10 years now, um, really only focusing on the defense um, for, you know, first and foremost with coach Fizarro for many years before he, um, you know, took over the, uh, the offense. So, um, a lot of my philosophies, um, and what we try to do defensively kind of comes from, from his tutelage. So it'd be, uh, you know, it'd be unfair not to give uh, props when it's due. Um, but we, we, you know, we knew we had some guys coming back this year. I know if you looked on paper, you know, I think it was only like four or five, um, returning starters, uh, from last year. Um, but the fundamentals were in place. Um, you know, again, going back to, I'm, I'm sure coach already touched on that. He's talking about family atmosphere and things like that. Uh, we, we try our best at Hawthorne to create that kind of culture, um, showing up every day, hard hat, uh, lunchbox kind of, you know, mindset, put in the work. Um, so regardless of what we kind of had on paper, we knew our guys were going to be, uh, you know, we're going to go around and do, uh, what, what, what we asked of them, um, especially given this year and the circumstances, uh, around this year. Awesome. Nice. Any comments or we need to get to or no? Oh, no, just a couple sure. of players. Sure. Okay, reaching out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Coach G, I'm going to follow up with another question with you as well. And uh, yeah. Coach Pissarro said, and I just wanted to confirm, you are indeed a, a um, you know, 
graduate of Hawthorne, the class of 2008, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So you were on the 10 and 1 team uh, in 2007, right? A very, very successful yes, that's year. Correct. And um, so yeah, I guess correct. my, <laughs> just making sure I didn't want to falsely <laughs> say, uh, but um, how does it feel now yeah. as a former player to come back and be on the coaching side in the program that you were a part of? Um, well, I definitely think it makes things easier. Um, I knew, you know, once I uh, had the credits and um, knew I wanted to go the teaching route, um, that coaching was kind of, you know, would be kind of hand in hand with it. Um, I loved athletics. You know, I'm a phys ed teacher, so athletics were kind of always in the, you know, in the cards. Um, but it, it definitely made things easier. Uh, again, to go back to the family thing, uh, this community, um, you know, this this family that we've kind of created, it, it was really easy to kind of come back and, and give to this community everything that it's um, already kind of given to me. Um, but it's fun. It's it's fun to, you know, from, from him being, you know, a coach uh, now to – you know, a uh, coworker, but really a, a friend, uh, another father figure in my life. Um, it, it's been awesome. It's been awesome to, to, to work under him. Um, and like I said, to give back to the community because uh, when it's all said and done, that's what we do it for. Nice. By the way, what's great about the players, it's like they're turning the tables on the coaches. Like they're saying <laughs> these answers are superb. They're like, they're like. Such an inspiration. Yeah, they're like, they're, you know, seeing how you guys answer. You're on the spot. But coach, I want to get back real quick before we get back to Coach Passero. Because um, yeah. Jen just asked the question about playing, honestly. Because obviously mm -hmm. you were nervous as a player. But were you a little more nervous as yeah. a player or, you know, right before game time now as a coach? What's a little more nerve wracking now? That's it. It's a great question. Um, well, I never really thought about it. I'm going to be honest with you, coaching. Um, even after all these years coaching, the nerves before a game are unlike, you know, uh, as a player, you have the, you put in the work from Monday through, it's funny saying as a coach now, but you put in the work from Monday to Thursday so that on Friday, uh, it's uncon you know, you're unconscious. You're, you're just running around and playing the game that you love doing. Um, it's a little bit different when you got to call plays, uh, you know, did so-and-so, does he remember this check? Does he know this? Did, did this call come in? Did, you know, um, I definitely would say that uh, the coaching is, is more stressful. Definitely. Okay. Am I up? Yep, the coach right, coach Becerro, uh, we just let Coach talk about the uh, the defense. So um, let's talk about uh, this year. You know, can you talk a little bit about this year's offense? You know, three-and-one start. Um, I believe you guys are not playing this week, correct? You guys are on hold or? That is that is correct. We're not playing this week. Okay. Uh, we'll get that into that in a second. But can you just go over the offense a little bit? Want to mention a couple of players or just offense as a whole? Sure. I mean, our, our offense coming in uh, was returning three linemen up front: uh, Matt Shea, Andrew Morzetta, and Jason Brzezinski. So we knew we had uh, we knew we had some guys coming back up front. Uh, we kind of altered our offensive game plan going into the summer based on uh, some personnel we had coming back and and trying to utilize them to the best of uh, their ability. So we went more of a, of a power running game. Uh, I think we've been inconsistent on offense. Uh, we've shot ourselves in the foot a couple in, in a couple games. Um, our, our scoring average isn't where we would like it to be. Uh, but when we get things rolling, I think we've been pretty good downhill runners. Um, we did have to make a quarterback change in, in the and uh, right at the end of the summer when our quarter our kid we thought was going to be our quarterback uh, went down with an injury, so we had to move an athlete over there. So. Uh, being that we were kind of just thrown into things and not having the summer that we normally had, we kind of put together what we thought was our best uh, ideas. And again, trying to get the ball to our best kid, Jason, um, excuse me, Jaden Schwed, who was having a tremendous year uh, up until the Glen Rock game. 
and uh, you know, he leads us in rushing, leads us in uh, touchdowns. Eric Mendoza is very explosive as a slot back. Try to get him the ball in multiple ways too. Um, but again, I think uh, what's hurt us. I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm very happy we're three and one. We're co-division champs. Uh, but I think just uh, you know, getting some growing pains out for even though we had three linemen coming back, the you know the rest of the guys were really stepping into a, a full-time role. Uh, we got a comment. We got a question from one of our commentators. They're asking after a big win. Goffle Grill or Johnny and Hinges? <laughs> uh, we we oh, as coaches we as coaches don't eat in Hawthorne after the game. A, a wise man once told me back twenty years ago not to do that, but uh, I go to Goffle Grill if I'm choosing between those two. Okay, how about you, Coach? You have a choice uh, preference? Um, I, yeah, I'm gonna go Goffle Grill as well. Okay. Bias, but I'm going Goffle Grill as well. So, Coach, I'm, I'm going to go off script. Again, I know we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, how you're on a little hiatus right now. But, you know, we just had a girls' soccer team on. And even as we're preparing for the show, I'm, like, realizing, wow, this is, like, the last week of regular season play. You know, it's, I can't believe how fast it went. You know, um, are you – have any inkling of how they're going to do their the seedings for your postseason play or how far? I feel like it, it was – a little up in the air I'm not but if yeah. you had any idea of what they ultimately right. decided on yeah for for our for our conference the NJIC they put together a conference championship every year okay. so they'll take the top winners of each division and they'll mm -hmm. they'll play down to a champion okay so that's still going to happen this year um and then whoever finishes second and third will cross over with the um another division so we'll play uh it looks like we're going to be playing Rutherford and Garfield who's not in our division but they finished second and third uh, most likely in, okay. in the colonial division. So it is nice that our our conference is still going to have a champion, right? Mm -hmm. Not many champions are going to be crowned right, this year right. for football in the state of New Jersey. Um, it's something I believe we started four years ago in our conference, and you know we were we were a game away from playing in that in that final four, but uh, things didn't go our way against Glen Rock. Uh, but well, again, our crossover is going to be very competitive against um, a, a, I think a Garfield team who's tremendous and a Rutherford team who's very explosive as well. Yeah, Coach, I, I, I remember Jen asking when we were talking about football, and she was, you know, like, I, I was like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like college football. You know, it's like the SEC, you know? Like, it, it's pretty cool how they do that little tour, like that little playoff, though, like like now. Absolutely. You know? it's, it's, it, it's awesome. It's, right, yeah. it's, you know, it's normally right before the, the regular playoffs. Yeah. So it really, if you make it to that game, those two games, you're really starting your playoffs two weeks early because you're not, you're not playing someone who's not 6-0 and or 5-1. and You're playing, you know, you're playing tough competition. Nice, okay. very nice. Should we roll into yeah, a little rapid absolutely. fire? All right, our next segment we call rapid fire. So they're kind of uh, just kind of quick, more quick, fun questions for you guys. Oh, look, I like this because Edward O'Hagan's asking a, a college question. You know what? <laughs> this is for tomorrow's show, but let's yes. do it right now. Who do you guys got? Notre Dame or Clemson this week? Oh, Eddie. My father-in-law, my brother-in-law, father brother my wife, and I are all Notre Dame fans. Oh, so right. I will say Notre Dame. Okay. Coach, who do you got? Coach Jay, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make things interesting. Freshman quarterback for Clemson. There you upset. go. There you go. I don't. I guess that's I guess that's technically not an upset, but uh, there you go. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the Tigers here. He is another five star quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nice life, right? Nice life. Right. right. Um, all right. So rapid fire. My first question: Who would you say you could do it as a coach or a player, either or? Who is your biggest rival at Hawthorne? Why don't we start with uh, Coach Passaro and then Coach G. We'll okay. go in order. I always feel forget we got to give them a little order. 
<laughs> tough question. I mean, over the years, it's changed a little bit. Uh, I think when we started, it was Glen Rock, then it went to Pompton, then it was Umil for a couple of years. Um, I, I, it's hard for me to choose between right now between Pompton and Glen Rock. Okay. Check off. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree there. Um, you know, there, there's a little bit of home cooking for me uh, with the New Milford uh, Knights. So I, I, I w I'm going to go, I'm going to throw them in the loop as well. Okay. But I would say Glen Rock pumped in it and then. All right. That's from that 10 and one season, right? Coach that New Milford, is that what that one is? Yeah. 33, 31. I didn't mean to bring on it just that. <laughs> When you said it, that's what I, again, <laughs> I was just making sure. All right, so let's go yeah. to something happy. Your most memorable Hawthorne football victory. These these are these are tougher than I, I imagined. <laughs> I watched I watched your show last week. I was like I was waiting for a food question. It's well, coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming, coming, coach. <laughs> You know, his coach has a lot of wins. Uh, He's got to decide which one he's got. You know? I'll, I'll give I'll give the head coach answer. It was our 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 last win we had this year was a seven six win against Pompton that kind of clinched part of the uh, division title for us. Again, always battling with uh, uh, Pompton, and it was a seven six win, and it was our last one so far this year. So I'll go with that one. Nice, Coach G. How about you? Um, was it as a coach or as a player? It could be either, either one. one. Either yeah. one. <laughs> Or if you can give one of each, um, totally I'll, up to you. <laughs> I can maybe go one of each. Um, as a player, we two um, at Glenrock were down big. Uh, talk about shooting yourselves in the foot. We, I think we fumbled two or three times, Coach, I believe. Um, and we, we just made a great comeback, which kind of set the tone for the rest of the year. Glenrock was, you know, one of, still is one of the premier um, teams in our league. Um, so, and, and they had a great team. Obviously, we had a great team. Um, so making that comeback and, and winning that one definitely set the tone for the year. Um, you know, and, and from a coaching standpoint, um, and that's, that's tough. Um, I, I listen, I've been DC two years. I, I thought we had a nice, you know, big win against New Milford last year. Um, and, and this year, obviously the seven, six win to a, a rival like Pompton is always a nice one. Okay. Coach, playoff game, whether you want to say it's this year's playoffs or when we get back to normal playoff game, you guys are down, down by six. You guys score 20 seconds, 30 seconds left. You going for one or going for two? We've, we've tied the game, right? Is that what you just said? No, I'm you sorry. You tied the game. No, I'm sorry. You didn't, um, you didn't tie the game. You're down seven. Yeah, so you, you're, you're, you're down score, seven. You're Sorry. Yeah. I you going for the tie or going for the win? <laughs> going for the tie or going for the win? Um, a lot of to do with the momentum in the game, but my son's our kicker, so I'm going to kick the extra point and go to overtime and win in overtime. Coach, what do you want him to do? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, I mean, he's making the call. Uh, well, it really doesn't matter what way, you want. Listen, he's still making the, the call. Way... <laughs> The way our headsets are set up, uh, he would have to toggle over to get my opinion anyway. So, uh, <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I think, listen, momentum in the game is obviously huge. Um, you know, uh, coming from a defensive guy, if, if our defense is, has been, you know, playing well the entire game, let's let's get the guaranteed point and, and uh, let's live to see another down. Coach, uh, Coach Passau, how many uh, calls have you had like that? Have you had a lot where it was late in the game or not really not many? 
No, not late. No, nothing like nothing too stressful like that. Normally, we're, uh, you know, in high school, it gets weird with extra points. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're chasing points like that. One of which was the 2007 game that Coach Guarneri was uh, reminding us of before. But, you know, not too many decisions like that in my career so far. Okay. All right. The next question is the one you've been waiting for. It's a food question. We've got Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, or Bogey's Hoagies. Bogey's Hoagies? Wow. <laughs> um, and number, number six from Wendy's, spicy chicken sandwich plain is my uh, go-to cheat meal. I had it on Sunday. I love it. Number okay. six from Good Wendy's. Good choice. Good choice. Coach G? I'm, I'm going to give love to the local business here, Bogey's. Uh, you, you really you can't go wrong there. And if you actually get the large sandwich, um, it's it's a meal for the next three days. It's it's really unbelievable the bang for your buck that you're getting there. Oh, we're getting the, the cool. Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. Two, ever, for the two of you who have ever in on town, go to Angelina's also. Oh, oh I got to write know. that write down. Write it down. We usually get Angelina's it. <laughs> right on Lafayette Ave. Oh, definitely. We, hey, that's why we ask, of course. We want, we want to find out. Uh, okay, mine's an easy one. Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour? We got brand new uniforms this year for the first time in about 10 years, and they're Adidas, and the kids love them, and they look great. Uh, so I would say Adidas for football uniforms. I'll go Nike shoe. Coach G, how about you? Yeah, I, I, I listen, the, uh, the, I would do anything to go back and wear the jerseys that these guys are wearing now uh, with the Adidas brand. <laughs> I definitely uh, agree that, but I'm, I'm more of a Nike guy myself. All right, and our last rapid-fire question is your favorite NFL football team. I'm so proud to say I saw. I thought they were going to pull out last night, the New York Giants. Uh, I thought that was a pass interference call on a two-point conversion. They pick up the flag, but uh, I got to go with the G-men. And Coach G? Likewise. All right, well, follow-up. Oh, this, this, this is great. I'm, I'm glad that they're both it, Giant okay. fans. Well, follow-up question is... Are you tanking for Trevor? Oh, and who would you take, <laughs> Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence? We'll say this. The Giants are not going to be in that position because they're going to win this week. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like, I like what they're looking like right now. I know their record doesn't speak for it, but they're, they're in games. Uh, I got a couple of coaches on staff that are Jet fans, and at least the Giants are fun to watch. They, play, they play so I hard for Coach for Judge, Judge though, don't they? they? Do. I mean, they do. Absolutely, they compete. They compete hard. Yeah, absolutely. We got to clean. We got to clean up the turnovers, though. That's that's my one big thing with Danny. Got to clean up the turnovers. And how so. about you, Coach G? So you are also not tanking for Trevor? Listen, or... <laughs> I, I, if we're if we're in the position, I don't see how you cannot take him. To be honest with you, um, but I, I would have to agree with the coach here. The way that our guy, the you know, the G men are competing every week, I feel like they're getting better every week. We're we're likely to win. You know, a few more games in here and kind of take us out of. Uh, we're we're only like a game and a half out of first place. So. <laughs> One I know, which is crazy. Yeah. By the way, this is great. Great topic. We're getting a ton of. You, there must be tons of Notre Dame fans because they're all saying Ian Book over Trevor Lawrence. So everyone's oh, uh, Eddie, big Eddie, on it. Eddie O'Hagan is a, is the biggest Irish fan. Yeah, that's it. Problem, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, coaches, thank you guys. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, again, good luck the rest of the way. So, what did you? So, next week is the Garfield game, or supposedly Garfield? No, we'll play. Uh, we'll play Rutherford. It looks like we're going to be playing Rutherford next week. Rutherford next week. Okay. And then Garfield the following week. Awesome. And uh, listen, we got to come down. Jen and I will come down and um, check you guys out. And of course, we'll follow you. Let's do this again. 
And, um, Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you so much for yeah. having us. And when you come, stop at you should stop at Bogies and Angelinas and compare. You, you know what? We, I'm not gonna lie. Somebody gave us the Bogie hit, and we went there over the summer, and we liked it. Good but the cutlet. Angelina, we gotta yes. have, we'll get to check that out. Again, bo Bogies is Bogies is a, a chicken cutlet, but Angelinas is more the Italian chicken cutlet. All right, we gotta, all right, we gotta check that out. Thank you so out. much for coming on. Thank you guys coaches. so much. Guys, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Have a good one. Here. All right. That was a uh, great interview with those guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wish I want to give a shout of... out to Coach Breslin for uh, getting the connection with us. Oh, yeah, yeah so absolutely. Thank, you, thank you, Coach Breslin. I want to thank all the players, too, for all the comments. Uh, you guys yep. were – it was great. I couldn't even read them all. There was so many. Over 100, <laughs> Coming in so fast. over 100 fast, yeah. comments in, like, you know, 40 <laughs> minutes. But uh, it was awesome. Hey, if you guys, again, follow all in. If you guys are sports fans, I'll tell you guys this. <laughs> Tomorrow night, I'm on with – three of my other friends, and we do the K&K &K Sports Show. Follow it. You guys can talk. We talk college football, NFL. We talk throughout the night. So if you guys want to, uh, you know, join in on us, hey, join the K&K &K Sports Show. You can comment, come in, and we'll talk sports. But uh, Jaden's uh, saying thank you. No, thank you guys. But um, let's get to this. Let, let's let the Hawthorne guy, if the Hawthorne players want to watch, okay, this channel is not... It is the K&K Sports Show. No, but he's on YouTube, I think. Oh, he's on he's YouTube. Watching, I think. Is he commenting no, on, from YouTube? If it is, it's Facebook. It is the K&K &K Sports Show. Right. But the YouTube channel, this is streamed through K&K &K also. Yes, yes. So, yeah. So it's the K&K &K Sports Show. I'll try to get that link in. But if you guys want to stay around, we do our weekly picks. All right. And uh, let's start this off. We, here's the up-to-date. <clears throat> yes, the YouTube, it's the same exact channel. Jaden, so this YouTube will be on tomorrow night. All right, so our up-to-date statistics now. Big big week for myself and Mr. Beelan. <laughs> Mr. Kirkpatrick from Maryland is still at the top of the board, 23 and 7. I, I jumped up to 22 and 8. I have fallen one spot each week, so yes. I'm hoping Beelan Hoops doesn't is going overtake down. me. <laughs> and what's, what's, what's new? Beelan in the basement. <laughs> Nothing changes with that. But um, where do you want to um, where do you want to start? We're gonna start with Pasi uh, three and two Pasig Valley at three and two Wayne Valley. Okay, so we're starting off. Say this one more time. Uh, three and two Pasig Valley. Okay. At three and two Wayne Valley. Okay. So I'll kind of start with I have Kenny, I have Belin, and then I'll give my prediction, and we can end with you. So gotcha. Kenny is predicting a 15-13 Pasig Valley victory, and Belin is predicting a 28 to 14 Passaic Valley victory. I hate to do it. I'm going to go against my PV this week, and I'm picking Wayne Valley. You're picking Wayne Valley. I am. Okay. Uh, go ahead, and who do you have? Uh, two teams coming off losses. PV, I love you guys. I really do. But two weeks in a row, I picked you, <laughs> and he's... Listen. I like the Horton guys are answering games. They're saying PV. I love it. You know what? I'm, go I'm going opposite of Jaden. PV close. 24-14. I am going to go with you, Hoops. We're going oh, wow. Wayne Valley. It's a shocker, right, that yeah, we went together? I know. All right, next game up is 4-1 Verona at 4-0 Ramsey. Okay. Okay, I have uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick, Kenny, picking Ramsey, 21-14 over Verona. I have Belen also picking Ramsey, 25-17. I am picking, picking Ramsey as well. Wow. And you? 
I am going to go sneaky great game. Four and one. New coach at uh, new coach at Ramsey's got him going. Ashton's taking uh, Verona. Ashton took Wayne Valley in the first one. He's going Verona here. Ashton, I'm with you. Okay. Please. This is the best team that Ramsey has played so far. Verona's experience wins out. I am going with the road team. I am taking Verona 28-21. All right. Our next game that we're going to pick is 4-1 Riverdale at 2-1 Northern Highlands. And Kenny is picking Riverdale 28-20. Belen is picking a much bigger win, but for Riverdale as well, 35-9. I am also Wow, Belen's that confident in Riverdale, huh? I am also picking Riverdale. Okay. And you're the last one up. Who I'm the last one up. Um, <laughs> let me get to my notes. Two great teams, two great coaching staffs. Upset, upset, upset. Okay? The defending sectional champs, they outscore them. Northern Highlands in an upset, Hoops. 35-30. to 30. I'm taking Northern Highlands to beat Riverdale. Looks like Ashton is in agreement with Ashton you. Ashton is nice. in, I like this. I love that he's participating. It's awesome. All Absolutely. Right. Thank this you is... again, guys. For uh, This is fun, right? Make, <laughs> make some picks. All right. We're not picking Hawthorne on the air. We're fine. <laughs> uh, next matchup is um, Ramapo, 2-1, ranked 24th in the state, at 5-0 and Wayne Hills, number 12 in the state. So we've got Kenny. Uh, He's saying a late touchdown for Ramapo. They win 21. You didn't say it right. I know. I, what I, Kenny's I saying is Kenny wants to say touchdown Raiders because that's how they say it. So he's going Ramapo late. So he's taking the road Ramapo Raiders. Beelan's taking Wayne Hills 24 to 21. I'm hold pick- up, hold up, hold up. Beelan's taking Wayne Hills Okay. 24 to 21. I'm picking Wayne Hills as well. And Mr. Valenti. Ashton's taking Ramapo. Well, you guys are all tough when Coach Breslin and Coach Gibbs aren't on the screen. You know what I mean? No, I know. I'm busting it. I'm busting it. Listen, one of the best rivalries, maybe the best rivalry in high school football. Two unbelievably great programs. I say both defenses play well, but the difference is I think Ramapo is going to make a couple more bigger offensive plays. Okay? So I'm going to go Ramapo 20, Wayne Hills 14 in a just outstanding game this week. One more big play from Ramapo gets it done. Nice. All right. Our next game that we're, we're going to pick, we did um, highlight Clifton, the ranked number Coach 12 Breslin's in the state. Coach saying, wow, not right, you two. Oh, I'm talking sorry, about Coach me. Breslin. He ain't talking about me. <laughs> it's a tough one, Coach Breslin. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, Clifton ranked 12th in the state. I'm not, not sure if they're playing I, that game. That's so, what I was just saying. I was yeah. just saying I just want to you know acknowledge that we were going to pick that. So We're not um, going to pick that game. Pick it, we're not going to pick yeah, that. But I just wanted to acknowledge why. Okay. Same thing, we had Del Barton on tap to pick, but we don't. That game's that game not is being off, played yes. as well. All right, another big one. We have um, St. Joe's, number six in the state, at uh, one and two. I'm sorry, three and two St. Joe's. Deceptive uh, yes. record, well, number six number in, the one state, and two course, in the state, of course. Exactly. And uh, at one and two, Don Bosco. Coach Breslin saying all good, LOL. <laughs> you know where I went, Coach Breslin. All right, so we have um, Kenny picking St. Joe's 27-14 over Bosco. Okay. And then we have um, Belen picking St. Joe's 16-6. And I am also picking St. Joe's. 
You're also going St. Joe's. Um, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game than people think, but I think Joe's speed, they're running back. I can't remember his name. Uh, Ash and St. St. Joe's. Um, I think the speed is the difference. I'm going to go low scoring. I'm going to go. I'm with you. St. Joe's 14, Don Bosco 10. So I'm going to go 14, 10. So we all go, uh, St. Joe's, Joe's on, on that, that one. one. That's the first one we're all in agreement. On this right? one. Yeah. Yes. This week, I should say. All right. Another big game. We have 4-0 St. Peter's, number one in the state, at 4-0 Bergen Catholic, number two in the state. So I I'm just going to say this. When in a weekend do you have St. Peter's, Bergen Catholic, Ramapo, Ramapo Wayne Hills? Hills? I know. I mean, look, all at, in, look exactly. at all these matchups. They're, they're, it's no, this a crazy is a, week. This is a good week. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kenny is picking um, Bergen Catholic 27-24. He says they become the number one team in New Jersey. Um, Belin is picking St. Peter's 31-20. Kenny, I'm with you. I'm going Bergen Catholic as well. Home, and, and home, get them at home. You know what? I feel like this year with everything, this is almost like this could be their like state tournament type game. You know, right? So, See, yeah. this is this is where I'm going to make this prediction now St. Peter's people might come after me but I'm gonna have a I'll, I'll have an answer for them later but game of the year so far number one versus number two but I think Bergen Catholic defends home home turf see the difference now you're not in a wind not that it's not gonna be windy you're not in a windy stadium like giant stadium right. you know Bergen Catholic is gonna be able to have their whole offensive arsenal to them you know, Coach Campanelli there does a tremendous job. He'll have something in for him. I think high-scoring game, too many playmakers. Now, if this game for some – I don't know what the, the playoff deal is, but if they play this come December somehow or something, I'll go back on my pick and maybe change it. But for this week, at home, I'm going Bergen Catholic 31, St. Peter's 27. All right. Our next matchup is another good one, another good game. 4-0 Becton. At four and one Garfield, uh, Kenny picks Garfield victorious. He says they end Becton's undefeated and unscored upon streak by winning seven to six. Okay. Um, Belin has taken Becton at twenty one to six. I am also picking Becton. Uh, it always pains me to go against our friend Pete at Garfield. He does a tremendous job. Um, I just think they've had a little trouble scoring, and you're going against a really, you know, a team that you know has has a really solid defense so that that gave me you have trouble going against pete i did what what do you think i'm gonna have to do um i got listen i told you though i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm worried about garfield's offense in big games you know waldwick didn't score much last year kenny and i offense i don't think they scored at all um set only six points versus lodi again but coach riggs one of the best will keep them in the game but becton is for real and i mean for real they stay unbeaten. They stay unscored upon. Wow. Thirteen nothing. Becton, Coach Santa Coach proved me wrong. But I'm gonna have to pick, and I'm gonna go with Becton. Thirteen nothing in this matchup. All right, our next one is another good game. Everything's good this I know, week. I tell it you. is. It is four and zero Park Ridge at four and one Glenrock. I have Mr. Kirkpatrick, Kenny from Maryland, picking Glenrock 26 over uh, Park Ridge 21. I'll say this. This, this has to be one of the weeks where we uh, oh, there's a lot of differences. There in are our a picks. lot of differences because uh, Belin has Park Ridge 37 to 27. I also picked Park Ridge, and your choice is? Listen, I'm, I'm, 
I think uh, Ash is saying Park Ridge, not Glenrock. I'm with him. Um, Going to be an awesome game. I say shootout, but Park Ridge gets them late. 34-31, Park Ridge. All right. Our next matchup is 2-1 Butler at 4-1 Pompton Lakes. Kenny aptly referred to this as the Battle of Route 23. Mm-hmm. I went to West Essex. Whenever we used to play Caldwell, we used to call it the uh, Battle of Bloomfield Avenue. So I love that term, Kenny, the Battle of Route 23. He's saying that Butler wins the Battle of Route 23 in a close one, 15-14. So Kenny's going, Kenny's going Butler? He's going Butler. Okay. Okay, and uh, Mr. Beelan is going Pompton Lakes, 31-30. My um, aide that's in my classroom is a former Pompton Lakes graduate. I haven't let her down. I've picked them. I'm going to stay with it. Tracy, I'm picking Pompton Lakes if you're watching. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go with Mr. Kirkpatrick from Maryland. I'm not sure if Pompton can score enough with Butler. I'm going to go Butler in a little mini upset. I'm going to go 28-13. I'm going to take Butler over Pompton Lakes. All right, and the last football matchup. Last football game. Last football matchup. Let's remember. Yep, we're picking a soccer one this time. We have 3-0 and Waldwick at 3-2 and Rutherford. Uh, Kenny is calling this one his upset of the week. He's picking Rutherford 25-20. to You know what? I got to see what's going on with Kenny and Rutherford because he's got some kind of like inside <laughs> deal with them. He's, I don't know why he picks them every week. All right, Belin is picking Waldwick 23-9. Okay. I am also picking Waldwick, and you are? Let me just get your face on the board. <laughs> um, two well-coached teams. I'm not sure if a division championship's on the line. I believe it is for um, Waldwick. Garfield could probably somehow get involved in there. But I think uh, it's going to be a great game. But the Waldwick experience wins it late. I'm going to go Waldwick 20, Rutherford 13. So that is how I'm going to... Uh, Pick that. All right, and our last pick of the week is the first time we're bringing in a non Logan saying Rutherford. Bringing in a non football pick, but um, the Carney Girls Soccer Program, which we just highlighted this evening. This is breaking news. Is, the, uh, this is a first. <laughs> the 6 and 0 Carney Girls Soccer at 7 0 and 1 Lyndhurst Girls Soccer. Two dominant teams. Um, we have Kenny picking Carney for three. They're both. Both teams, just a lot of so Kenny's offensive going, firepower. So Kenny right now is Kenny's going, going Carney. Okay. Belin is going Lindhurst 4-2. I'm picking Carney. Okay. You are going Carney also? Yep. Let me just get your face on the board. <laughs> this is a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. So it control it. And uh, listen, how do you pick against Carney soccer, girls soccer? <laughs> Any kind of Carney soccer. I know I'm not. I could tell you that right now. Great game. Both teams undefeated. Hopefully they both stay undefeated till Monday. <laughs> we'll check that out Tuesday. But I'm going to go Carney 3, Lynnhurst 1. So I will go 3 to 1. Kenny has a quick question. Um, so by the way, Carney's making this little debut on the board. Yeah, so, nice. Uh, Very nice. That's in the soccer. Carney 3. Uh, Linhurst one is our prediction. Kenny's asking, rank these Route Three Twenty Route Route Twenty Three North teams: Butler, Pompton, Weequake, Sparta, Verona. This is hard. <laughs> this year, I don't know. I guess this year I'm gonna go Sparta, Verona, Pompton Lakes, B- 
Butler Weequake? I mean that this is this is the toughest one he's given me. Yeah. Do you have a preference on that? I don't know. I don't know if I would consider Weequake a Route Twenty Three team. That's the only. That's, that's a Newark, New Jersey. Team. Oh, let's take Weequake yeah. out because Kenny does probably doesn't know his traffic. Well, you know what? Because they they played Verona, so those yeah. are two Essex County teams. But Verona is uh you know over closer to. All right, so I am gonna go. I'll do this one more time. I'll go. Sparta, Verona, Pompton Lakes, Butler, but all four are good teams. Hard to rank them. What would you do? Um, you know what's funny? It's just like you're really spanning. You got Sparta way up in Route 23 and Verona. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know enough about the, the Butler, Pompton, Sparta programs. I really don't. Again, we keep coming back to this. I'm an Essex County girl, so I'm going right. to defer to you on that one. But Hoopsie, great show. <laughs> Very nice. I yes. want to thank uh, Coach Sylvia and the uh, Carney girl soccer team absolutely coach Pacero, yep. coach g, g from the hawthorne football yep i want to thank everyone who commented in tonight especially the hawthorne players um again it's awesome talking high school sports awesome talking any kind of sports but when you get to the high school sports and you know they hey it's this is the end now you know the end of the season you know Crazy. playoff time or whatever it's going to be but uh big games you know oh bonus question for hoops <laughs> field hockey programs Mottville, Chatham, Randolph, Morristown, Paquanic. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm a former. Is this today? I'm. I was. Let me. Let me finish. So I'm a former coach at Mottville's, but I'm going to be very, very honest. Um, I'm gonna go with with now. So according to now, I'm looking at that screen so I can see it. Oh, it's tough. Uh, I'm gonna go Chatham, Paquanic, Morristown, Randolph, Mottville for for now. Um, those are all. Those are all really spot, good saying. programs too. Just typically, you know, like strong. Uh, geez, gosh, it's so hard because Randolph—they're all good. Coach they're Breslin's really saying, good. "Great job." He has to get back to work. Jenny bet against us. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, that doesn't mean I'm not rooting for you, though. Coach Breslin, I'm going to tell you this right now. One of her favorite sweatshirts she always wears around the house is the Ramapo, our, the original one when we got, when, you know, from our 2001, I believe it was 2001 or 2002 season. This is if true. I see her put it on, she's taking it off. She's not allowed to wear that Ramapo sweatshirt this not week. Not true, not Go true. Go Poe. But uh, great show, guys, everybody. Thank you for watching. Good luck to everybody playing this week. Stay yes. safe, and, stay and, and listen, our results show next week is going to be nuts because there's so many great the games. Thank you again bit. to Carney. Thank you again to Hawthorne. And thank you again to... All our uh, listeners and, and viewers. commenters. Yep. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you. <laughs>